Welcome back, everyone. It's the Wealth Through Wi-Fi podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Zach Sweet. Scott A. We are here to inspire and motivate you in all aspects of life. In this podcast, we share our personal journeys and experiences to show you show you that anything is possible if you're willing to put in the work. Our goal is to help you create a life of abundance through the power of the internet, from entrepreneurship to personal development. We cover it all in our podcast. In this episode, we have two of Scott's friends. One is the starting running back for Syracuse football, LaQuint Allen, and, for, and former Syracuse basketball player, Evan Dordas. Today, we... We wanted to discuss the path into becoming a Division One athlete and all the sacrifices that go into that journey. So, guys, welcome! Thank you for coming on and taking the time out of your day to, you know, kind of share your journey and what you guys do and where you guys have been and all that good stuff. So, and kind of introduce one of you guys. It doesn't matter who goes first. So, LaQuinn. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah for de- sure. Definitely, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I'll give you a little intro to get you going. So both these guys come to Crunch, and we're coming to Crunch over the summer, and I've been bugging both of them to get on here for a podcast. Um, Evan's a local guy that played basketball in the area and ended up playing basketball at Syracuse and works with a lot of athletes in the area. Has a crazy backstory with everything that's happened with him. Same thing with LaQuint and LaQuint's journey to, you know, getting to Syracuse, playing at Syracuse, and kind of all the trials and tribulations that they've gone through to get here. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity for our listeners to kind of hear the process that they took to get them to where they were going and, you know, everything that they've kind of had to endure to get to that point. Yeah, so uh, my name is Evan. Uh, You know, I'm from Syracuse, too. Uh, I actually grew up in the James O'Doy area. Um, I played basketball there. but before all that, you know, I was young. I actually developed alopecia when I was about 12 years old. So I lost uh-huh. all my hair. And, you know, that took a, a tough time on me when I was a kid, you know, I growing up. I can't imagine, bro. Yeah, yeah. The mental toll of no, being 12 tough. years old and having all your hair fall out. Yeah. Like, kids are fucking mean, man. Yeah. No, I can't even imagine. It was tough. I have a lot of crazy stories. Like, when I was young playing AAU, we, you know, we traveled across the country. Dude, I can't even know that. It was tough. Like, it was brutal. You know, people, I'd get called everything. And, you know, it'd be out of competitiveness. I would get it. But, you know, when you're 12, 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old, it's like, like the damn, fuck? Yeah, yeah, like I wasn't ready for all that <laughs> type nah, of stuff. Hell no. Yeah, but you know that it obviously taught me and made me stronger as I grew no, older. 100%. You know, right. And I'm not like when I look back at it, I'm not upset about any of the, the stuff I went through. You know, I feel like that's just part of the process. So you know, I just I made it through that part. I got to Syracuse. It was tough for me at Syracuse too. You know, I I kind of got into a little spotlight through alopecia. And it was kind of like overwhelming for me at the same time because you know I was still going through it like at a like at a like a mm, tough right, time yeah. still. Yeah. And you know a lot of kids and like all across the country were looking for my support and kind of thought I had all the answers. But I really looking didn't. Up to you. Right. It's hard when you're trying to. You're grow still yourself. figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like right. so, I'm like I'm trying to figure it out, but I can't give you the answers. I don't mm. even have the answers. So that was tough on me. You know, I did two years on a basketball team, and after that, I was like, you know, I I can't really do it anymore. It was just too much for me. You know, I just figured I'm not going to the NBA. I just want to yeah. be a student, right. enjoy that part. And then, you know, after that, you know, I had a couple up and down years. You know, I, I, everyone struggles, you know. And then, like, recently, you know, I had a couple, like, like situations where I ended up having to go into a coma for 25 days. And that was a tough experience for myself. But, you know, like I said, with the alopecia thing, it was just the, the obstacles that made me stronger, you know, right. made me who And I how am. long ago was that when you went About a while. A year and a half ago. Also a year and a half ago. So that was very recent. Yeah. It was, and how yeah. old are you? I'm 26. Yeah, super young. Yeah. So, super so, young. So much so, going on. So, yeah, that was, that was definitely interesting in many ways, you know. I definitely had to learn a lot about myself. And I feel like I learned a lot about, like, 
your support group, mm-hmm. you know, I realized like when you're in the ICU, you know, they only let two family members in at the time. Like yeah, they're not letting COVID. friends right. call you. Right. Yeah. They're not letting anybody call you. They're not letting anybody come see you but family. Yeah, and that's like, crazy. At the end of the day, all you have is family. And yeah. that's what I realized. Like when you're in the ICU on your deathbed, yeah. you just have your family. That's yeah. why like that showed me the importance of like how much my family really cared for me. But you know, I got back on the right track after that, started working at Syracuse my my dog Quint, yeah. you know, and then you know <laughs> things have been just going going awesome, right ever man. since that. No, that's you know, sick. Just oh, coaching. Downs, man. So where'd you go to downs. high school then? Oh, oh you said James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm also coaching varsity basketball MPH right now too. So you know I'm I'm in a couple of lanes right now, just trying to figure it out still. But I love working up at Syracuse with the guys, you know, academically just being around them. You know, it's just good vibes. You know, I definitely feel like. I feel like I'm helping them, but they're also helping me in a way, too. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's crazy how, like, you don't really think about it, but, like, going through something like being an athlete and, like, dealing with the, you know, alopecia and having that extra spotlight is, like, a way to kind of really connect with some of these athletes yeah. without even really realizing it. Because, like you said, man, having all that spotlight on you in a situation when you're still a young kid, still growing, man, it's tough. And, like, nah, I'm yeah, sure definitely. Quentin knows that same yeah. shit. Everyone expects you to have all the answers, and, like, you have to keep on somewhat of a game face, but at the same time, you do want to be honest with the people that are kind of looking up to you. Nah, yeah, definitely. I could, I could definitely agree with that. Like being in position I am now, yeah. like everybody want answers and stuff. But yeah. I was, I was just them and that little kid trying to figure out the same thing. So I try to help in any way possible. Hell yeah! So but, give us a little background nah, yeah. about your journey to how you got to Syracuse. And- so my name is LaQuint Allen Jr. I'm from New- Millville, New Jersey. It's like a little town in Jersey. Nobody probably really knows about it until like. You know, a lot of athletes right. come, out, come of out. Yeah, wow. just like a little town. You know, Syracuse is a city. You know, but Millville is like a little town surrounded by other little towns. It's I mean, what was your graduating you know, class? Yeah. How much? Yeah, so it was like how many? Like a hundred. I've heard yeah. of Millville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that I've was like nine, a hundred people, yeah. hundred and twenty. So, so yeah, very small. Yeah, just growing up in the Millville environment. You know, it just it shaped me to be the person I am today, and always want to give back to the little kids and stuff because I know. It ain't really that much out there, mm-hmm. and we don't really get that much recognition because it's a little town and right. stuff like that. So just growing up, I was playing football. I knew I was good. As I got older, you know, people were like, you can do something with this. Mm-hmm. So freshman, sophomore year, I was really, like, just in the mix, just playing. Sophomore year, I, I got my first offer, though, from Temple University. Oh, wow. That's where oh, yeah. my cousin used to play. He, he he moved on from Temple and played for the Jags oh, and a couple yeah. other teams in the NFL. Nice. So, yeah, and then... Junior year, senior year, I just just shot up, you right. know. And then senior year, definitely, I uh, won Gatorade Player of the Year Hell in yeah. New Jersey. That's awesome. So, you know, yeah, just being in an environment like that, you know, just give you the want to. And, mm-hmm. like, the days that you don't want to do, it make you think, like, right. I got to do this. Well, like, especially you saw it firsthand from, you know, your cousin, you know, yeah. seeing that it is possible, you know. Definitely. Now, was he from where you were from? Yeah. yeah so, again, and perfect then, like, example. Like, it definitely is possible to get to where he was, and that that would have motivated the hell out of me, you know. Yeah. It's definitely possible, no matter how small our town is. Nature, yeah. Too, yeah. Man. Yeah. And I was a little kid then, yeah. too, so just seeing that and mm-hmm. then. Just seeing other kids look at me, I'm right. in his Super. position. Like, They're expecting you. Yeah, yeah, man. Same way. So was was there, you know, was it when you got that first D1 offer from Temple your sophomore year, or was there, like, a moment when you were like, damn, man, that could be me? Like, when when was that kind of, like, light bulb moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to bear down, and I'm going to put in the work, and I'm going to do what it takes to kind of get me to that next level? Yeah, definitely when I got that offer, you know, because it, it was older kids on the team that haven't even got offers yeah, and stuff wow. like that. 
So they were looking at me like, and guys that you pro you probably yeah. looked up to nah, to yeah, a degree, and you definitely. were like, "Holy shit, man! I'm yeah, getting definitely. fucking offers before these dudes even are." Yeah, so they like, dang, what I'm doing wrong and yeah. stuff like that. So I just took in mind like, <clears throat> what I'm doing right, you yeah, know, yeah. and then just putting in the extra work on and off the field, you know, and networking with people and keeping like my circle as good as I can be, right? Because that's gonna help me in the future and stuff too, like for sure. Anywhere I go, I try to network and meet new people because you never you know. To. Yeah, yep. you never know what can change your life. Right. So yeah. you were kind of in a, in a hot battle when like social media really started to take off. So how did social media kind of play into uh, your kind of recruiting process or kind of how you conducted yourself? Like, were you one of those people that you know you posted a lot of stuff on your social yeah. media? You tried to stay away from the social media. So, it was kind of a hard time. <laughs> I feel. Like, I'm not gonna lie. So now I got like a lot of recognition, a lot of followers and stuff like that. But like. Coming up, I didn't really care about that. Yeah. I just yeah, I feel like I, I cared see that, about yeah. football, football and yeah, and I traveled a lot. I played NLG. That was like a seven on seven team. Like all the players you see on ESPN and different colleges, I done played against all of them. Mm -hmm. Travis Hunter, mm -hmm. everybody. I played against them in uh, seven on seven at RMG tournaments and stuff like that. And just like they had all the recognition. Yeah, they had. They were from the, the right. They were from yeah, the right they place. Had all the recognition. Yeah. So playing against them, I knew eventually I would get it. Oh, but yeah. I didn't really care about that because we didn't really have that much resources. But as it went on, though, we gained the resources and we started mm -hmm. blowing up. Right. Who, so who was that guy that you matched up with in 7 on 7? You're like, man, I can run with this dude. When, like, Who um, was that one dude that you fucking lined up against that might have like a little yeah. little heat on their name? And you were like, man, I'm just I'm right there with him. Nah, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna call nobody up, but it was a, definitely a couple people yeah. that's definitely like kind of motivated yeah, you. You were like, I'm right there. Yeah, right. definitely. Maybe I'm a step behind, but like I'm just a step behind. Yep, definitely. Yeah. So I just knew if I kept doing what I'm doing, I would get better because I was little. I was I wasn't that strong yeah. yet. Yeah. So I knew I had to hit the weight room. I had to get faster. I had to listen to my coaches, what they, oh, yeah. what I need to work on to get better, to get to their point and stuff like that. So being a guy that started, once you started getting the recognition, you know, I know one of the hardest things for a lot of athletes is still to kind of respect their coaching staff, even when yeah. they start to get recognition outside of what they're used to. Yeah. You know, was that a hard growth for you or did you kind of respect the coaches that you had in front of you already? I always respected the coaches, not even coaches, but people around me and stuff that's like good. that. Like that's just come with the networking part of my uh, – being myself and like the respect part and listen first rather than speak and stuff like that because mm -hmm. i'm only 19 i don't know everything yeah, yeah so exactly. like ivan i'm sure you can give us some examples i'm sure you saw some guys that kind of shot themselves in the foot over the years that like they could have been some great players but they didn't want to listen to anyone else right that's a lot of people yeah, yeah. one people. thing about quint you know he's a professional on and off the field you know everyone in the program knows it from the academic staff to the trainers to the coaches and you know it's it's a testament to himself you know he comes in every day good attitude he's professional he treats everyone the same That's way good. and he's only what 19 but he's probably the most he respected him, yeah. kid and on the I, team that was one of the first things when i met him i said i remember saying that to evan i was like man he's a good kid yeah he's a good kid and he's 19 usually like where I, when i came up and I was in college, the, the older guys were more respected. Like, when I was here, like, Chris Layton, like, Evan Adams, Tuji Jackson, Abdul Adams, those guys had all those respect because they were older. But Quince, 19, sophomore, freshman last year, had all, like, you know, most respected kid on the team. Like, that, but that's the, that's when you kind of know you got something. When you can come in and kind of take that leadership role 
where it's like emotional maturity on and off the field, especially, especially off the yeah, field. It's huge. It's yeah. huge because a lot of kids struggle with it. I mean, like I said, I'm sure you saw some guys yeah. on the basketball team when you were on the basketball team that, man, they had all the talent in the world, but they didn't understand that, you know, what happened off the court played just as much into what they were doing on the court because you're investing in these players, you know, yeah. you're investing in that they're going to stay healthy, that they're going to stay, you know, willing with that, you know, mentality to put in all the work that's necessary and a lot of kids don't want to do that nowadays yeah they want that recognition for nah, social yeah, media definitely. and whatever it is nowadays yeah my biggest thing was like if i want to be a professional i gotta be a professional now and just not even just with everything you know i gotta handle everything as a like a professional would and mm -hmm. stuff like that so that way when i am a professional it'll be easier and it's like practicing and practicing the whole time yeah yeah, yeah i mean you, you definitely have you know, we have so many resources as far as, you know, social media and seeing how other athletes act or other people in general. They're like, all right, that's what I definitely don't want to do as I get older. So the fact is that you're learning all this now is it's huge because, you know, especially being young, I know we can all, I mean, shit, I was only, yeah, I, I was 19, dumb. 11 years just, ago. Holy yeah, shit. I did some <laughs> dumb crazy. shit when I was 19. But I that's what I'm saying. If I could learn, if I knew what I knew then, it's like, you know, take all the constructive criticism you can get because it's literally, it's the number one tool to just, be the ultimate human being. I mean, develop yeah, I mean, to the you know who you need to be, to who you want to be. So right, that, yeah, that's definitely. it's nice you have that that good mindset and people like Evan around you who can you know attest for you. Like, no, nah, he he's the same person no matter where he is and where what environment environment he's in. So yeah. that's huge. You know, like you said before, keeping your circle you know small and the good ones around because nah, they're yeah. gonna go the furthest with you. Yeah. So so recently I lost my my pops in February. And just like talking back with that, like growing up, you know, the rough environment and stuff mm -hmm. like that, you know, people around there ain't really have nothing and right. stuff like that. So they trying to do what they got to do to provide for their kids right. and what they got to yeah. do. So just seeing that and then like my pops talking to me, like just seeing what he going through, like personally, like just seeing how he live and stuff like that. Right. I knew I didn't want to follow down that path. And he always told me like, just like the pros and cons to do things mm -hmm. and stuff like that and to treat people and stuff like that in this world and not everyone deserves it but you should always you know be Put respectful to everyone forward, yeah. and stuff like that yeah, that's, yeah that's good that's that's important just be authentic be who you are and that's you know respect i mean we fought we learned it i feel like it's not not taught anymore but the golden rule just treat others the way you want to be treated i mean yeah, it goes back to so you know so many years but um no, kindergarten yeah literally yeah, you know, it's like one of the first thing, thing we, yeah. we, we, learn. we learn you know and i feel <laughs> like it's definitely it's so not as taught as much but i think as you get older you know the wisdom that you get from the others around you as as you get, put yourself in those circles you know it all that shit you, you know you feel like you thought you cared about growing up it, it really goes out the door you know and it, it changes your whole perspective yeah. on life and especially the higher level people if it's you know i it's i've gotten books on i recently just got one it's just like how to act around high level people you know and i want it just to read because it will put you like less is more yeah. talk less you know listen more you know because yeah. it's just i think when people are jabbing it's just like you kind of want to stay away from that because they talk too much yeah. you know yeah. you yeah. talk way yeah, yeah you know it's, it's almost just, a front like we were yeah. talking about you want to be yourself you yeah. want to be authentic and like you want people to be able to attest to that you're the same person all the time mm -hmm. that you're not one of those people that gets in a room with people you're trying 
to impress and all of a sudden you turn into a completely different person yeah. you want to uh-huh. be that same person all the time you want to yeah. build up that character so that you don't feel like it's work to be yourself mm-hmm. that's yeah, the last yeah. thing you want to do especially exactly. when more of the so spotlight more of the spotlight coming you know people look for cracks people look for imperfections but when you're staying kind of true to who you are and it's you can kind of track record it. yeah exactly so what um so besides Syracuse, what other as you know the offers started to come in you know what other offers were up against Syracuse like was Syracuse because it was closer to home like yeah, what made you nah, pick yeah, us um, actually I had a talk with uh, my mom my coaches and stuff like that and just like the history of Syracuse and being running backs and stuff Man, like dude, that it's, it's crazy when you start yeah. to think about yeah, it and you look huge. back into it especially people not from here we kind of yeah. forget about that being locals but like man Syracuse used to be a powerhouse yeah. and like mm-hmm. man that number 44 and like the yeah. history with that and all the running backs that have came through yeah. Syracuse so over the years. I wanted to be a part of that you well, know waiting awesome. for the next yeah. great one you know definitely hell so. yeah I wanted my name to be in that legacy and all my teammates to be in that legacy and do something great here. So I was committed here. I still remember the date, March 5th. It was my junior year of high school. That's, I'm still that's crazy. Yeah. Then you're a junior and already deciding to like yeah. a D one school. That's that's crazy. I had other schools like um Rutgers, West Virginia, mm-hmm. Virginia. I had Notre Dame looking at me, Penn State looking at me. Mm-hmm. But it was just something about Syracuse. Right. It was just clicked. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely. cool. Was that's it uh you know, was there a certain coach? Was there a certain conversation or was it just kind of that whole idea of what you could bring to the table yeah. and bringing it to that next level? I could say, um, Coach Lynch definitely uh, yeah. stayed on me and stuff like that. And, like, on and off the field, he always made sure I was good and stuff like that. So, definitely. I mean, the biggest talk around campus the past 24 hours, Mello was here with Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah I seen him. I so seen that him was at, cool. uh, Mello. Yep. Him, him and Lala. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. They're, they're here checking it out. So, that's, you know, that. that'd be interesting if uh, be his cool. son... Fills is he a baller? Shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he, he pretty tall, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty tall. So you know, I don't think he's a Carmelo type of baller. No, but he's well, good. nobody's. Yeah. I mean, Melo's Melo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, we, that's we awesome. We're in the middle though. of that shit. Yeah, the three of us. But it's man, crazy to see the generations already. I, like, that's how we know we. I'm definitely getting yeah, old. Yeah, we're getting like, old, like, Melo's kids already about to be playing <laughs> know, ball fuck. here. Like, what? Like, I remember when Melo was just playing ball here. Like, it's yeah. just, it's, it's crazy where the time goes. It, it goes quick. So. I know that probably was a lit time. Dude. Oh, oh man, wow, I remember man. We were in middle school watching those games like nothing else mattered. And then G Mac yeah, after that, man, we were crazy. Syracuse basketball was fucking watching so much fucking fun to watch for a while. Then we had Johnny Flynn, man. We had a it yeah. was a crew. That was probably my favorite so like team to watch. To be honest, right? Johnny Johnny Flynn, Paul, and Harris. Paul Harris, man. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Harris, Even that dude's hands, bro, and the way he got up over the yeah. rim, like holy <laughs> really shit. like six five, too. Yeah, that was a fun I time. Got hands like was that. it two thousand three? Uh, right. That was 2003 we won. Yeah, yeah the I think Johnny was like 2006 to like 2008. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was just. You were, yeah, was you were young. Like 2004, I was born. <laughs> 2004, man. He wasn't even that's, born that's yet. That's crazy. Oh my God. I, I'm man. old as shit. Fuck. Not really, but like I feel old, dude. That's, <laughs> that's nuts. wild, man. That's so fucking wild. I was going to say he might be one of our youngest guests, but yeah. we had our cousins out oh, yeah, here. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, Most professional one here. Yeah. To just like do a podcast with just like, to like hear about what they've like their generation like, yeah. seven wild, to bro. ten you know like yeah, what's going on though. so we're like because they gave because they were on a podcast for school and we went and watched it because obviously we did it so i was like i want to go support my little nieces and nephews yeah. that were on it so th- then it gave me the idea i was like fuck 
we need to do this. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> perfect topic. Or just get yeah. on here. Find out one of them is like a Twitch been the greatest, streamer with but... thousands of followers, and you're like, bro, you're like ten years old. Like, That's how crazy. the hell you got thousands of followers on Twitch? But it's yeah. just like cool to inspire them to like, you know, just do whatever. You know, who cares? You know, that's whatever why I want to get them on here, talk, say whatever you want, and just like what's what's going on. And I don't know. It, it was cool though. But yeah, besides them, I think he might be our youngest guy. Yeah, so far. that's cool though. That's that's why we like all different types of cuts of cloth in here. Like it's it's great. We have so many great conversations from all over it's fucking awesome um so i mean so is this your first year then no it's second, second, second year second yeah so i mean has anything about like professional came into mind yet i mean oh yeah I, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, awesome been in my mind yeah. since yeah. i was a little kid right. that's why i try to um do everything right and you know because you know when you want to be a professional if, if they're going to invest millions of dollars yeah, into right, you yeah. they want to make sure that you're the right person to right. do that so Absolutely. i try to be the right person all the time oh, yeah so how did the kind of nli stuff kind of play into your you know football career you know right as you got to the kind of the college level everything started to get put through with that kind of process like yeah. how have you seen it affect yourself and like some of your you know maybe teammates or even people you know that yeah. are involved in the you know the sports world so nil is i believe is like a big part of just performing on the field and stuff like that and then off the field, like the name part, like being who you are and stuff yeah. like that and making people like you more and stuff like that to help more NIL come in. Mm -hmm. So it definitely helped not only my teammates and stuff like that, but players around the country mm -hmm. and stuff. Definitely. I yeah. could see him being like a Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, just personality. Yeah. Like, yeah. See, it's on the first time, first like, time I met him, I was like, man, Quinn's a good dude. And like, like you, yeah, don't, like you don't find young kids nowadays, especially that, you know, have a lot of success. Like, Quint really popped off in the bowl game last year. And like, it's hard to kind of stay under wraps, especially now with all the NLI stuff coming out. Nah, like, yeah. a lot of dudes are getting, you know, their heads are getting really big. And, like, they're, yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah, shooting nah, themselves nah. in the foot with the I mean, opportunity of a lifetime. Of, nah. I mean, who's the kid who just got convicted of all those gun charges? The one ball player. Oh, Mikey Williams. Yeah, like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah. are these kids doing out here? You got you have your life uh. set for you. And you're playing with guns, like yeah. illegal guns, like the environment. You, it's, it's just yeah. it's, it's just the, crazy. It's the environment, though. Again, it's tough, man. That's why I try to, you know, I try to keep a tunnel vision. Right. You so, I mean, to. you probably have people blowing you up left and right, especially from back home. Like, how do you deal with that process? You know, how do you separate? Look, this is my you know, personal life, but it's also, you know, kind of business for you all oh, the time. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't you don't get as much of a switch on and off of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I kind of like that question because some people don't really, like, realize, like, the um, the point I am in my life right now, you know, I lost my pops and stuff like that, yeah. so I only got my mom and I got my family, but, you know, they, they need money and stuff like that, yeah. so it's like, I got to do it for them. Yeah. So, and then... So people at home, I try to always talk to them. I keep my friends close and stuff like that. Yeah. But the outsiders be trying to come in and stuff right. like that and trying to talk. But, like, I ain't even on that right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's I'm good. trying to stay focused. Mm -hmm. I, I, got a, I got a plan in my mind that I'm trying to follow. So, right. And some people don't really see that because 
they just see me playing football right. and then well no you get to choose who you nah, share yeah. that with too, but you know? it's more to come with it and i was about to say like they that. don't see the work they don't see the sacrifices yeah. they don't that they really don't people can act they like only it's all them they, yeah, well that exactly they see the just the fun you might be having but like yeah. they don't see the work you know the long nights the, yeah. the less you know no sleep getting up the doing whatever that you, the, the mornings that you don't want yeah, to go and exactly. stuff like that yeah no they don't nice you want to go do shit but you got to know that you got to do it play football yeah man all right, and I'm sure there's a lot of that. Um, sorry, do you have any siblings then? Yeah, I have. I have a little brother, okay. a little sister, and an older sister. Okay, so you're okay. seven, eight, and twenty-five. Okay, so yeah, you got decent-sized family. That's awesome. No, it's yeah. sick. They come up and watch games all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's no, awesome. No, my sister is in Air Force. She's in oh. Guam. How, oh wow! Yeah, oh, shit. she's in Guam. So she's been in the Air Force. So she's been like, watching though out of high yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. But she is crazy because the the time zone. What time yeah. is it like right now? Not right now. It's oh, it's 12.42. All right, it's 12.42. I'm about to tell you the time at Guam right now. It must be... A, it's all, I think so they're yeah, behind. So it's 2.42 a.m. Yeah, in Guam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're way behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we be talking here and there, but the time zones be mm -hmm. so... Yeah. And then I'll play at like 12 or like 3 or something, yeah. and then like it'll be like late night for her or, mm -hmm. or something like that. So... and. Yeah, I know it's probably hard, but she she definitely tries to uh, stay on on top of it cool. and stuff like that. Right. And my little brother, little sister getting older, I just want to be the role model yeah, they can look absolutely. up to and stuff like that and don't just fall into the environment. Right, right. That's awesome. And, no. I, and I know it's always hard. People always hate when we ask this question. But if you had to pick like one or two people that have inspired the two of you to kind of keep pushing through to get to where you are, you know, who would those one or two people be that maybe have, you know, had the biggest impact? you know yeah. to a degree i know there's a lot of different people that impact mm -hmm. our lives but sometimes there's you know one or two people that kind of come to people's heads that just gave them that extra push or gave them that extra kind of example of what yeah. they were trying to do and have kind of been a guiding spirit to a degree for them i could say definitely the first one is definitely god you know just growing up i was i went to church here and there but like now i try to always try to get with pastor pastor and stuff like that and like it's just like a whole way new thinking for me and stuff like that and then that. like just giving myself to god and then i could say my cousin you know that played football yeah. and that got to the league you know he made it possible for me to see and him to be in my family and him like really me from for me to really see people it to really see it like yeah. yeah hell yeah and then i could say my dad yeah. definitely you know he always made sure i was good and he always put like them words in my head and make me stay focused even though i'm seeing like violence and stuff yeah, like that different stuff on yeah. keeping the helping you keep those yeah, blind train yourself definitely. to keep those blinders on mm -hmm. yeah ev i would definitely say my two parents you know that's really weird yeah. i got a lot of mentors and stuff but at the end of the day <clears throat> those my parents that were really there for me at all times you know I can't, I can't say anyone really else, you know, it's just, yeah. I've had a lot of good coaches, don't get me wrong, but, you know, like I said earlier, at the end of the day, all we have is our family. You know? Yeah, man, that's tough. Yeah, definitely yeah. my mother, too. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, yeah. So, you know, we just, I just, I'm thankful for my family, like my parents, my older brothers, like. So what are you guys studying? Or what did you graduate then? Yeah, I graduated. Yeah, so yeah. What did you guys what did you study? I got my degree in sociology. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah no, I'm in arts and science right now. I haven't picked a major, but I right. think I wanna do like a communications, like stuff like this. I'm Networking, like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean you're focused on playing yeah, ball yeah. too, so that's that's good. No, that's that's no, that's I mean, you always wanna have a backup plan just in case, so that's cool. Um so what about hobbies besides football? What do you guys like to do? Outside? I like the I like the uh just you know be with Evan, just be around friends and stuff yeah, right. like that, you know, just Working catch up. out. Yeah, work like out, catch up and stuff like that. And then, like, 
like see how people thinking, where their mind at, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Cause some of the good people in life, they need they need people to check on them too. Yeah, so definitely. I try to check on people and stuff like that, and I like to fish too. There yeah, you go, man. I like the fish. I Definitely. Evan, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the fish too? Nah, I don't fish. Uh, I haven't tapped into that lane yet, but but I, I, I just that. like to kick it, honestly. It's Syracuse. You know, I get up with Quint. You know, yeah, I hang out with Do you snowboard? Do you ski in the winter? Do you, you know, just work out? Work yeah. out? I coach. So it's tough because oh, I go to work. Basketball, and yeah. I coach. Do you know um, this kid went to JD? He coaches Brendan Schnuck. Oh, I know Brendan Schnuck. Yeah, I played golf with him at Okay. See, because yeah. I was a golfer. So. I think he's at Grimes right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know he just like so. Yeah, I, I was, a lot of some of my friends knew him. I figured you'd probably know yeah, he him. He goes to so. Crunch too. Yeah, yeah, because he's older. He's I think he's my age. I'm, yeah. Just, yeah, thinking he's Quint, age, I'm yeah. just thinking of Quint fishing right now, man. Yeah. I see him <laughs> on his face, just like tossing that shit. Sometimes I be I be bored though. I ain't gonna lie. If I ain't catching nothing, I be bored. Yeah, yeah. that's but why when you catch stuff, it's dude, fun. Yo, it's yeah. so much fun. That's part of fishing. Well, I was gonna say probably maybe you do because it teaches you patience. I was gonna say there's got there's life lessons behind. It, you know how long have you been fishing for um since i was like probably like eight nine. Oh yeah so I, yeah i used to go with my thing. stepdad so yeah he used to take me on a boat and go. stuff like that when i oh, was yeah. younger that's so, awesome i love that that's sick um oh yeah i was gonna ask earlier who's so who's your favorite nfl team then Oh, the Eagles. So I'm thinking if you want team to get drafted to it probably be the Eagles go birds baby eagles can you imagine uh Jalen Hurts handing off the ball one day. Yeah, that's crazy because I took a picture with him when he came out here. So oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the game. Yeah, he did come here with Adam. Yeah, that's why. That'd be insane. So what, it, you were kind of a little bit close to the situation, Evan. What did you kind of think of the whole Weitzman situation with Syracuse and kind of how all that happened with the NLI stuff? And mm. or did you not follow it too too closely? I don't know if either. No, you I, guys ain't, I ain't. I ain't never heard about it, or I ain't know. They, they kind of just like separated themselves. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I, I did. I, I, I don't even know what happened. I know Adam still kind of goes yeah, to events and stuff him. like that. He, he's but a great person. Yeah, yeah that's what I've man. heard from everyone. I don't know if you ever met him or anything like Not that. Matter, matter of fact, I met him when Hertz was here. Yeah. I mm -hmm. met him that day. Yeah, he's a great person, yeah. great individual, definitely. Yeah. You know, I've definitely heard good things about him too. I've met him a few times. I just think it was something with the university and him, you know, yeah. politics, they didn't really disclose money. anything. Yeah. Like, money and politics, but, that's know, what it comes down to. But yeah, now, yeah, he's, wild. now yeah. he's down at Binghamton. He just had Rich the Kid there. Yeah. Down mm. at Binghamton, yeah, yeah. He brought Rich the Kid for like a coming yeah. out, whatever. I think so that's that was, his hometown, so I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Binghamton, yeah. 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 That Adam makes more is, sense, yeah. like, trying to build up um, Binghamton. I mean, now they even got Lemoyne now. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy. I, I still haven't, like, came to, like, I feel like I'm still in a dream that Lemoyne went Division One for sports. So, like, it still doesn't hit me yet. It will be really interesting to see yeah. how it goes over the next few years. Yeah, we'll see. I don't so, Eagles, so, I mean, who's your favorite? Is Jalen Hurts one of your favorite players? Huh? Yeah, definitely yeah, Jalen Hurts. But I take it all the way back to Vic. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's my Sean's dude, bro. You were even I, I knew I liked him. Dude, 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 when I was in Mike Vic was a fuck. I had the Mike watch, Vic bro. cleats on. Yeah. And I was like, I was the quarterback for a yeah, Mike football Vic, team. Yeah, and I used to wear the cleats and shit. I used to think I was him out there running. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. We got Virginia Tech. Thursday too. That's crazy. Oh, that right. Is, Virginia Virginia Tech. Tech. is it cool when you kind of get a lineup against some of these teams that you kind of grew up watching play? Nah, yeah, that I felt. That's crazy because I felt like that. Um, last last. I was gonna week, say, was there a stadium or anything? Florida State. Yeah. I'm like, dang, I, I grew up liking Florida State, yeah. and then me being able to play against yeah, them some, was like crazy to me. Yeah, that's so, awesome. And you played good. So much nostalgia. You busted that one yeah. on that screen pass pretty uh, good. Yeah, no, that's that. I could only oh, imagine being the nostalgia. Good. 
Um, so Eagles. Was that the coolest stadium you've been to so far that you guys have played someone yet that you kind of yeah, like? Yeah. Um, one of the coolest was I like I like the Purdue. Purdue? I like the oh, Purdue, Purdue, like how it was set up. I know Penn like, State's got a crazy. Yeah. Stadium. So Purdue Stadium was like set up like around and like. The uh, end zone was right here in the goalpost, but like it was like seats around it, like right, yeah, curved that's though. That's cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. I ain't gonna lie. So you was, was like you were really yeah. fucking close. Yeah, to and it was a night game. And it was sold out. So that's cool. like, cool. for me to see, I was like, yeah. It's How loud cool. it be on the field? Crazy loud. Like, like I could only yeah, imagine. Loud. Because I always see it in the games in the football. Baby. Yeah. How much? Like, okay. Yeah, like, here's it. How much louder is it in in the dome with a packed dome than it is like another stadium that has like close to as many people? I think. The dome is loud, bro. Like, that shit is loud. Way louder. Like I played way in it for lacrosse, but never when it was fucking packed. So like yeah. that shit used to echo and it was loud as shit. Don't get me wrong, but like I yeah, can only imagine that place when it's packed, yeah, it's like trying to be on the field. Definitely way louder. But when we go in to away games and like when they make a big plays or something like that, it definitely like rock. No right. matter what yeah. they do, like uh. just scream. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Because they try imagine. to get the momentum to the players. Yeah, of course, so, like, yeah, absolutely. So how do you um when it comes to games like is do you have like a pregame mental fucking ritual ritual routine like how do you mentally prepare for games? So me honestly, me personally, I try to prepare for the game throughout practice throughout the whole week mm-hmm. from starting from Monday. That's honestly so I can go to the game ready. Right. You know, so that's that's definitely what I try to do. Is there like Just a found the you, steps you know, that people yeah, like, I feel like if you get week. to the game and try to get yourself ready, you gonna be in your head the whole game. Right. That so was I try to come in. That was one of my biggest problems when I first got to college. Was like I was always a guy in high school that like don't get me wrong. I always prepared for opponents, but like it wasn't like a drawn out process that I really had to spend like a whole week getting ready for like big opponents and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I got to college and like you know we get a scouting report. I had a time for some of these really good teams and like you really had to spend your time doing your due diligence. Or man, Definitely. you get out there and like yeah. it only takes a few steps and man you start looking silly and like that's yeah. the last thing you want to happen when you especially when you get to college and you have have all the resources to put in that extra work yeah and you don't do it so to exactly. be a young guy and already be ready to kind of put in that that time that needs to be done because then it sets you up you, you know you get nerves before the game but when you've been practicing what you yeah. you know preach so yeah. it makes nature. it a lot of second yeah. nature yeah. yeah makes everything else easier and i learned that uh since my freshman year you know going out there i had nerves definitely so i just try to tell myself like we got to do this throughout the week to get mm-hmm. us yeah, yeah, myself right. ready uh, yeah, I didn't know if you had like you know how you usually see in the movies or the players listen to like a favorite song. It's like Van yeah. Gogh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, some yeah. opera <laughs> shit. Or no, we got like favorite with, music. Without, like, without, without sharing any names, who does? What's a weird ritual that someone on the team has? Oh, or something that someone does like either pregame or like the week of a game where you're know, just everybody like, having like hold an egg in their pocket. <laughs> like people oh, doing some weird shit. Yeah, we had like a dude that went, was like Bob's wear like the same. He would wear like the same fucking socks and like fucking yeah. playoffs for each game. So like he wouldn't wash them. It'd be like four or five days in between the games. So like <laughs> when you go to put them on, they would be like yeah. crusty, and you'd just be like, bro, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> no, nah, always scored. I don't though. really know. Uh, I don't really know. Honestly, I haven't really paid attention. Yeah, to that. you just fucked yeah, on you, right? I haven't really paid. So was that the mentality you think that kind of set you up for your kind of success last year when Sean set out the the bull game? You were kind of just already ready to go. Everything yeah. was already running on yeah, all cylinders because you kind of practiced what you preached all year. Yeah, definitely. So every practice I try to treat it like a game, you know, the scenarios, because that's really what it is. The coach is trying to get you ready for the game with the practice and the scenarios and the things you're doing. 
So I know if I took it serious right now, I'm going to take it serious in the game too and it's going to be second nature. Like what I'm going to do right here when this happens and stuff like that. Was it hard to be behind a guy like Sean as a freshman? You know, a lot of people would come in, you know, your New York State or your Gatorade State player there yeah. of the year. You yeah. know, you had a lot of hype coming in. You know, you were always that guy. And then coming in and having a guy like Sean in front of you that had mm -hmm. been there for a while and yeah. was getting a lot of recognition. What was that like? I mean, it was hard, but I understood. I understood his goals yeah. as a player and stuff like that. And the goals of the coaches to get him to the league and stuff like that. So... I knew my time would come, so I had no problem, you know, being behind Sean right. and learning from Sean. Yeah. And, you know, just if he needed a, a break, I'd go in and be ready Whatever and stuff needs, like yeah. that. Yeah, and just being that one-two punch. Yeah. So it's, just, yeah, learning from him. It's nice hearing that mindset from you because, you know, it's you were just letting it happen. You're letting the stars align on its own. Yeah. I yet. think that's when, like... I think when you're forcing shit, I think that one's like maybe an injury could happen. You know, you were just kind of like. Well, you like, get upset about certain things that are just out like, of your control. Yeah. Like when you control what you can control, yeah. things like what happened last year in the bowl game happened. You know what I mean? You get the opportunities because you, you know, put in the work <laughs> beforehand. You weren't waiting for the opportunity to happen. You were just ready for it when yeah. it came. Yeah, I think exactly. yeah, patience plays a big key on that because, you know, you, you're just. Yeah, you're just sitting back and just waiting for your time. And like you said, you knew your time would come and not forcing it and just learning everything you could from Sean. And no, that that's a that that's big that you could you took that all in as being such a young player, you know, because yeah. I'm sure there are times where you're just like, dude, I just want to get out there. Yeah, I want to yeah, get, yeah, yeah. get out there. But yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. it's I don't know. I'm a firm believer in everything happens for reason and just life. So like the fact is you're probably just sitting there like, oh, I want to get out there. But just like chill yeah. patience. Like that's why. Happen, I, yeah, you know? that's why when I'm out there now, it's like. What, I, what I'm going to do for my uh, self last year, like my uh, last year self, like what I'm going to do mm -hmm. to uh, to show off my skills and stuff right. like that and how I was feeling last year and just, you know, do you, everything I can do before this game is over. Right. So for, um, as stats wise, like do you have, do you set goal, do you have certain goals right now for your stats? Like how many, um, at least like a rushing yeah, yard stat? Uh, like do you want to Over hit? a thousand, right. but I don't really got no goals like that. I just... Try to focus just on try playing. to go right. into every game, you know, and do my best right. and try to get over 100 yards every game. Definitely right. that, right. and just score one or two times every game, right. stuff like that. That's good. Uh, that's a good goal. So what yeah. is like? What's it like now being a starter? And you know, there's gonna be games where you don't get as many touches. Like dealing with that as a young guy, you know, how's that process been? And like you guys, you know, Syracuse has gotten some good recruits over the years. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of guys sharing the ball. You know, we got a six-year quarterback in there now. You know, yeah. what's it like, you know, having being able to have your head screwed on to, you know, be the mature person, yeah. even though you might be one of the younger guys in the room? Yeah, um, just making sure everybody on the, on the right page and right mindset. I might be young, but, you know, the guys can tell you that I'll be, I be on my stuff and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, it's, it's a eager to want to. And you got to have that playing this game. Like, because if you go out there on a Saturday and you don't want to play, you're going to you're get, get crushed yeah. and you're going to mm -hmm. get embarrassed. Yeah. Right. So you just got to have that want to. And I just try to make sure everybody else around me has that want to and move on the same page. Yeah, because I'm sure just like anything or, you know, you have that one guy or two who are just like slugging it. You, you, oh, it's yeah. going to bring yeah. everybody else down because yeah. yeah. those yeah. two are energy. Yeah, it's a domino effect. Those two aren't doing it their is. jobs. You know, if he ain't pulling hard enough to make a block or whatever, you know, it's a domino effect in the it's whole. For real. The well, whole it's even portion. the attitude of the dudes on the sideline, man. That, oh, yeah, you yeah. don't realize how much of an impact that has. And like, that's one of the mm. biggest things that people don't understand. You know, that's one of the biggest things between top tier schools and, you know, bottom of the barrel is like, it's going to be the attitude of the sideline. You yeah. know, those dudes on the sideline, when they want to win just as much as the guys on the fucking field. Yeah. 
and they're bringing that energy, man, it makes that little bit of difference. Just it like does. the crowd, man. It Just does. like when the fans get involved in the game. It it's those little millimeters of uh, distance that you can kind of separate yourself that makes all the difference in the world, especially when you're trying to win games at a high level in Division One football. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, momentum is key. Yeah. Yeah, you have to keep that momentum. That's... Yeah, for any any sport, really. What's your other? What's your next favorite sport to watch besides football? Baseball, definitely. Baseball I, guy. Yeah, I I um, I feel like I could have played in college baseball, but uh-huh. uh, Syracuse ain't have baseball, so I just uh, I just stopped playing in high school. But what position you playing baseball? I played shortstop in center field. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Chow actually went to my high school. Really? Yeah. In Millville, Millville, New I Jersey. I know that. Yeah. I feel like I know Melville from. I feel like the, were there a couple of basketball players that came. There's someone that came. I know, I know the fucking name. I'm gonna have to back search it because yeah. we had a couple of basketball players. But before my time, I don't, I don't really think nobody wants the NBA or nothing. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, actually, I think um, I, yeah. What's been uh, what that was question? What was like? You have like a favorite highlight? Like what was one of your favorite plays in a game from this year? Or, or uh, I mean, year? I, I guess maybe either play. way. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah. last year. Uh, throwing a touchdown pass uh, <laughs> with Devon Cooper. That's awesome. Cool. That's great. Um, then how about this year? You got a favorite play? Um, I mean, it's still kind of the middle the of the season. Pass so nice. yeah, I like I like that last play Florida State. You yeah. know, just running angry. You know, running through tackles and then finishing, trying to run right. him over. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. That, I, I miss fucking playing sports, sometimes, <laughs> dude. I miss it so much because yeah, I played football, basketball, baseball, golf, hockey. So hockey was my oh, favorite sport. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fucking love hockey. Hockey was one of my favorites, and now I just fucking golf because I can play it the rest of my life. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's I can't get hurt, you know. It's just yeah. you and the clubs. So that's 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 what I be playing so now. On the weekends, you know, on a Saturday, do you watch football or do you oh, try yeah, to get I'm away from to go it a little watch bit? Football yeah. right now, yeah, because yeah, you it's know, different um, for everyone. I feel playing like. football, honestly, you should watch a lot of football, you know, and just. Learn from their mistakes yeah. so you won't do it. So that's why I try to watch a lot of footballs to learn from the other teams' mistakes right. that I'm seeing. No, no, I'm actually just thinking that's Saturday. So you guys have a bye week? Yeah, we, oh, yeah, we got a bye week. I was like, saying, I was like yeah, wait, it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so much always going on. Yeah. That is why I hit him up. I was like, all right, perfect. Yeah, no, that is perfect. Yeah. No, that's awesome. At least you guys get a break, too. Like you said, get yeah. a break, watch, play. So are, is there a team on? So who who you guys play next week again? We play Virginia Tech. So they're not playing this Saturday then either. Okay, nah, so they in the bye week too. Uh, nah, nah, they're not playing. It doesn't uh, always work out like nah, that, but I think it, it doesn't. Like, though I think we're the only team. Right now I think we're the playing. only team to have double opponent yeah. to have the bye week the same as our bye week. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and so, you said it's on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night. Thursday. Maybe night. that's why. That's kind of cool though. That'd be cool. On that's Thursday here. Nah, that's in Virginia Tech, and you know they're gonna have that that Sandman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The one stadium I want to go to for a football game at some point in my life is I want to go to West Virginia for a football game. Yeah, yeah. I heard that shit's wild. Yeah. 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 They wanted me there. Yeah, they they, yeah. they they offered me. Yeah, I feel like that'd be cool, man. You took a visit? Nah, I ain't take no visit. He already had his mind made up. How often? Yeah. So how often do you go back home? Um, I rarely try to go back home. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, focused. just to, right. to try to stay on track and stuff like that, right. and keep my head. Right. You know? Got to. Yeah. Right. So on off season, so you just been you just oh stay yeah, up I, in I, I, yeah I try to work out and stuff like that, right? To get better for the upcoming season, I'm sure and get my body right. Busy and 
yeah. you know, with coaching and stuff like that. So that's good. But it like my life been like that since I was younger. You yeah, know, yeah. off seasons, I, I still yeah, been doing the same thing. Right, yeah. yeah, you gotta so, keep going, man, because yeah. there's always gonna be someone else doing that same exact Definitely. shit. So yeah. man, so outside of campus and stuff, like, has, have you explored Syracuse at all? Like, have you been to places? Yeah, I, I have uh, been to Green Lakes. I like okay, Green, yeah, Lakes. Green Lakes. Is cool. <laughs> anyway, you gonna Green, Lakes. <laughs> Green Lakes? But I, I have been a couple places, not like that many. Have you been to like 1911? That's like the beacon, oh, the good, 1911 yeah. hard cider. You guys ever I seen that? Think, I don't think so. I'm like that's just like an apple place. Yeah. I don't know, just like upstate New York shit. Yeah, we should go there. Yeah, he would probably love that shit. Yeah, yeah. Evan, what are you doing? Come on, show him around. I don't even really like that shit. I'm into hospitality and stuff, so I got Airbnbs and shit. So that's yeah. I just always done on things of what to do. Nah, yeah. Water Street's good. Water Street bagels. Okay, you ever had that? I think so. Water Street's crazy. Water it's right down the street. It's so good. What's your favorite place to grab that in Syracuse? Like, if you had like um, a favorite place, favorite few places to go eat. Definitely Five Guys. Yeah, yeah. Five, five Guys. Boy. Yeah, five guys. Yeah. I love Five Guys. That shit smacks. Yeah, it does. I wonder if he's got to go to trouble, man. It's right next to fucking the gym. Right. We went up there a couple times after crunch. Yeah. What about yeah. Blarney? Uh, Take him to Blarney? No, Barney he's not stone. old enough. He's nineteen. He's nineteen. We can go get a burger. Oh, yeah, no. he can still go there and get food. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. Still they got some killer chicken wings. No, too. they have good food. It's like a little cheap, pub. Cheap yeah. little Irish pub. You've never been? Uh, no, no. Really? Yeah, you Dude, like that? Cash only. Nice ass burger. Yeah. But it's like 650. so expensive. You know, it's, like oh, yeah, it's so affordable. You get so much food. Yeah. It's so good. What part Definitely. of Syracuse is it? It's, it's on Tip Hill. Hill, like near Coleman. Oh, near Coleman. Yeah, right yeah. By Coleman. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, like go up there for a burger. Yeah, you guys that. go watch oh, yeah. football there or whatever, you know, yeah. wings and shit. Definitely. So, that's good. If you went to Blarney Stone with him, because if you like you know, five people guys, recognize him in there. Fucking those <laughs> motherfuckers watch the game like no other. Yeah, if you like five guys, that's something. If you like burgers, yeah, no, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, try out. Um, <laughs> what else is there to do around here? Not, I mean, there isn't much. There ain't much. Fun. That's a good Winter's thing. Coming it's a good thing. Well, there ain't too many distractions around. Yeah, so nah, to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah, that's the best part about Syracuse. Yeah, hell yeah. Make you find yourself. Right. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, when I guys, when I get out to Arizona, you guys can come visit. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I gotta make a trip to Arizona. My yeah. boy from Arizona. On my really? Team. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Now then, he yeah he know what is he from Phoenix? Just yeah. in general, probably. Uh, you talk about JP? Yeah. Oh, yeah he's from yeah. Phoenix? Nah, he's from like... Because there's like Tempe, Tucson, Messe. He's from Arizona, but Yeah, he's like, from Arizona, but he I from forget like what Bonfart part. part. I forget what part, but... What's his back He, he uh, okay. by the uh, Cardinals, I think. Yeah, so okay. Glendale. Yeah. It's probably yeah. Glendale. That's yeah. where the stadium is. So yeah, I think yeah, that's he probably lives by where, there. That's actually going to be my territory, where I, my, my sales territory. That's mm-hmm. literally where I'm going to be covering is Glendale. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I have I'll a bunch of... trip out there. Yeah, it's on the off-season. Yeah, Zerum's cool, man. It's a new hub. You know, things are really getting kind of busy out there, especially in like the Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm excited uh, just for the professional sports aspect. I yeah, there's a lot. Games. There's a lot right there. I have to travel four or five hours to go to is, a yeah. fucking football game. I can <laughs> just drive 30, 40 minutes and go to Glendale or go watch the Phoenix Suns play yeah, baseball. Yeah, you know that's the only thing I hate about being so central. Like we have to yeah, drive so far, so far to watch far professional. To sports. We're like not far from anything, but like we're it's not. It's just close a day either. trip. Though. New York City, so this work. direction. Buffalo, this direction. Yeah. Toronto, this direction. Like it's so much. So much. I well, never knew Buffalo was close to here till I got out here. Have you been yet? <laughs> nah, I just seen a sign. It said I'm gonna Buffalo. be honest with you, bro. There's no reason to go to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's nothing. It's such a blue collar. Yeah, not city, now. Like, Maybe in the spring though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets warmer, it's definitely. I mean, I'd be out in Rochester. Uh, I kind of hate on Buffalo, yeah. but 
it's Florida. there's some. I mean, Niagara Falls is cool. Yeah, Niagara Falls. Yeah, Niagara, Niagara Falls is Niagara, yeah, Niagara Falls is cool. Check that out in the spring when it comes around. Gotta go to the Canadian side. Yeah, Canadian side is way cooler. If you have your passport, for sure. That's that's. Yeah, that's Not a good really time. To do. Yeah, the only thing cool about Buffalo the fuck, is their, bar, their bars are open. Right? <laughs> He's like, I don't do anything. I just coach, <laughs> nah, <laughs> work I mean, out. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good that there really isn't many distractions. No, and there if really is. If you do is, want yeah. a distraction, you got to kind of go far. So you you got to really, really put in the work. Yeah, yeah like, trying to distract really, yeah. yourself. Yeah, like out here, like that's like that's like a good thing for a college athlete, especially like a football, basketball player, because there's no clubs, there's no yeah. strip clubs, there's no. There's they can no, go to the like, strip clubs. They ain't gonna see anything they want to see, though. That's yeah. the nice thing about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but <laughs> no, like, that's so there's true. not all these other people in your ear too. Like Wait, in bigger cities, I feel like you got like agents. People oh, just yeah. want to be in your corner. Yeah, like yeah. everyone wants a piece of everybody. You know. I never really like, thought about that. So, Quentin, have you yeah. had you know now that you're kind of your success has really started to peak a little bit more this year? Have you ever had any you know people reach out to you that oh, you're yeah. like, why the hell is this person <laughs> calling me right now? Oh yeah, oh yeah. This all season, you know, they were reaching out to me and stuff like that. Like, I'm just the type of person I don't really care about all that. Yeah, I just, yeah. just want to do what I gotta do first. Yeah, where we're at, what I gotta do first, you know, and stuff like that. But definitely, people reached out to me. Do you have like a certain person? Like, I'm sure you talk with Evan about it. But like, do you have a certain person you go to that you kind of talk to with kind of the business side of things? Like being a younger guy, or you kind of feel like you got a good enough head on your shoulders where you kind of manage it yourself and go to other people for kind of nah, advice? Nah, yeah, I don't. Like I said, I, like I said earlier, I don't really know everything, yeah. so I try to, you know, listen. Uh, and Stevenson, you know, I always talk to Andre about mm, stuff like that. You know, Andre is a good person to talk to about that stuff, and I just try to chop it up with him as much as I can about that stuff. Yeah, you're good. I don't know if you were looking at something in your phone. No. Though. Airbnb shit. Uh, you got Airbnbs? Yeah, I got I got four doors total here. So yeah. I got one downtown. Actually, I got it's literally right yeah. around the block. I, I kind of want to do that too. Airbnb there, and then I got two other units that I run out to traveling nurses. Yeah, the hospitals yeah, here. I are think crazy. I want to do that. So yeah, it's a good thing to get into. Yeah, I, think yeah, I, I started my real estate journey. I brought my first multifamily in 2019, right before COVID hit. So I got a two family, you know, I lived yeah. in one unit, rent out the house, yeah. hacked it, you know, that was living for free. Oh yeah. And then I actually, then I moved back in with my dad. Yeah. I, I have four properties, but I don't, I live at home, but like, I'm <laughs> just smart. money. I'm just that's making smart. all the money that's though. Yeah, it was a sacrifice. Like, I love that shit. But, and then like the whole point was also, also get a promotion and leave, which I did, you know, yeah. so, cause like I was just going to do it for a short time, yeah. but now I'm moving. So it's perfect. But I've built up a, you know, a base at home. So if I ever want to come home, I could just yeah. like stay in my Airbnb, yeah. but somebody else is paying for it. You know, it's like I don't have to stay yeah. with my parents or something. Yeah, that's so something like, I want to do. Too. So you know, it's, that's another thing. I mean, depending on you know the, it's just like this is definitely a great place to like invest in, to have you know. Yeah, Syracuse is a great stuff, place to start. You know, properties. you can obtain properties for you know not that much, but then you know the rental cash flow you can make for them is you know it's good. It's you know, more, yeah. yeah. So. You know, I just been slowly building up the knowledge to obtain all these properties. Like, yeah. you know, you see it on TikTok, like, oh, I, you know, I make money with this property, but I don't even own it. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I do that literally. Yes. I, I, I found my niche of arbitrage, they call yeah. it. So I get the landlord to agree. I was just about to ask you. Yeah. So I get the landlord to agree to let me use his property, but then I just put it on Airbnb or I run it out to traveling nurses. Yeah. And then I make the difference, you oh, know? Sure. So, yeah, it's crazy because yeah. they just want their rent. Yeah. You know? So as long as I'm paying their rent, yeah, you know, you could do whatever. Yeah, you exactly. Want. Yeah, yeah. So it's you build up 
so, know, four or five, six of them. So, Clint, if you could do any job, any job besides like play football, regardless of schooling that you would have yeah. to go to or whatever it is, what would that job be? A like, job where like an like, entrepreneur, like yeah, because I wanna, I wanna like, like he said, mm-hmm. like getting Airbnbs by you know track have your hand in every yeah, you know dump trucks yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. that, oh, so yeah. I can just make money just cooling yeah exactly yeah no yeah it's definitely that's something i we've learned these past few years with you know investing in the stock market and crypto and just asset, you know obtaining those assets you know yeah Mm -hmm. stocks like look for good companies that pay dividends and it's like i don't know if you know what dividends are but like companies will pay you just to own shares of their company yeah yeah yeah. so it's like you know yeah yeah that's crazy you just like like it's instead of having it in your bank you know you want to invest in companies and um, you know, it's you really don't look at this shit. And yeah. When you're younger, I wish we somebody is nailing this shit into our brain. But you have all the time where you can yeah, perfect multi 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 millionaire yeah. by the time you're fucking thirty years old. Like, I was doing all like I was having fun. It was great, but I would that's you know I had the boats, I had the motorcycles, I had the four wheelers, I had yeah. all the trucks, and I had all that fucking stuff. And then I realized I was like, dude, it, it was fun. Met a lot of great people, had yeah. a lot of great time with my friends. But then that was like my mid twenties, mm-hmm. and then business, I was just yeah. all right. Now I was like, all right, it's time for business. And then I yeah. surrounded myself with, you know, the people who knew how to make money with, yeah. with their money. Yeah, and, that's, you know, why, yep. that's why I said the people that you keep around, yeah. you know, you no, make yeah. sure that they're yeah. straightforward. Yep. And yeah. that, that's, that was a big turning point for my life is that there's so many resources, resources out there that it's crazy. You know, people will literally lend you money for because they just have it sitting around yes. and you could use it instead of going to a bank. Yes. Like, you know, if you know a millionaire, like, hey, if you come to him with a business proposition and you know what you're talking about, they're like, yeah. I'll loan you the money. And that's what my mentor always taught me. Like, I always thought it was like, have the money first. Yeah. He was like, fuck the money. It's the opposite, which is crazy. He's like, find the deal, then worry about the money. And I was like, I never figured that. He's like, dude, he's like, you'd be surprised how many people just have money laying around and you just reach out to people. And they'll help you. Right. And that's why your name, it goes such a long way in your credibility and your authenticity. People want money, they don't want to sit on their money. They want to invest in different things for different purposes, whether it's, you know, taxes, whatever it is. They don't want their money just sitting around. Right. They want to keep investing into different things. And that's how a lot of people, you know, nowadays get their start is they actually find someone that's, you know, willing to invest in their idea, their plan, them as an individual. And like, you got to have that, you know, kind of not data, but you got to have that backing that you understand what you're doing, the credibility to kind of show people what it is you're trying to build. That's why I'm like super stoked that I've, you know, this past year, because I started literally, it's been a year this month that I started my Airbnb business. And, you know, I started with one and now I have, you know, I have three total, Mm. you know? So it's like within a year I obtained three units with, you know, and I thought I was only going to get one. So it's just like, it happens quick. But now that I've built that credibility, I can show it to other landlords or, other businessmen yeah. like look I, this is what i've started it you know so they can like oh he's actually doing this shit like, yeah. okay it's not like oh yeah because it's harder if you're just starting out obviously but everybody starts somewhere so yeah. um that's why just building that credibility is super fucking it, it goes a long long way so that's why i'm gonna target that shit when i'm out in arizona you know yeah. the airbnbs out there are oh, crazy because yeah. you know oh, yeah. everything there's so much such a hot spot so um, definitely. Well, if you ever wanted more information on it, you know how no, to yeah, get a yeah, hold of me, call yeah, me. Right. You know, yeah. I definitely help you with it in the future for sure. Yeah, so sure, that's because yeah. I have my real estate license yeah. in New York State. So, you know, I, I've done that shit for a long time. So, but I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, on that. I, I think we talked about going. like yeah, from all, about yeah, business, sports, sports life yeah. lessons. So, 
Um, no, again, thanks, you know, LaQuint and Evan for coming on and sharing yeah, about like, their yeah, backgrounds. Yeah, we'll do another we'll one. We'll definitely do another yeah, one in the yeah. future. The when, over. Yeah, that or when LaQuint's a professional. Yeah, fuck yeah. That, you know, that one's we'll be bothering him. We'll be like, yo, <laughs> what's up? You know, when we doing a pod at the crib. A, dude, literally, it'd be such a crazy turn of events. That's awesome. It's been cool, though. We've had a couple people now that we've been doing it for a year where we've checked back in with them like a year later and like seen like how far they've grown. Like, yeah. Zach was saying we're going over to our yeah, buddies. You should really walk over there with uh, us and check it out. The, the thrift con, thrift, the thrift and like con it's crazy play. to see he, we when we first did the first podcast with him, he just started the business, and then we did yeah. a second one with him like eight or nine months later oh, he when he left his store. Yeah, when he left yeah. his job full time, and now it's like another like three or four months yeah, down yeah. the road, and like yeah. it's crazy to see the growth that people have had within the six months. Yeah, so. I definitely appreciate you, Scott. Hell you know. yeah. You probably don't realize what you uh the impact you did on me, you know, stuff awesome. I was going through. Hell yeah. And like being able to, you know, come Hell see yeah, you man. every day, every morning, you know. Fuck like it, I just... said to Evan, you were a good dude from day one. Like you yeah. can tell with guys nowadays, especially, you know, young kids that have a lot of success, you know, it's well, not, you have a place you can go to, but yeah. it's like nothing with school, nothing. Yeah, it's just not, like with yeah. Scott, nobody yeah. you even know. Nobody can, he can't judge you on him. Yeah. You can't judge him. You know, at, at that, I love those people. Like those spaces are great. Like everybody Definitely. needs those space. Like that one stranger, you can just go. And they like, came in and busted his ass every time he's done. Not, I was like, oh, yo, you know, this kid's my, legit, man. Yeah. I was and like, just, I was ready to, ready to watch him play this year. And then it just goes to show that stranger aspect of like, literally some strangers will support you more than some people you literally fucking know. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's like, it's strangers turn into friends and like, it's it's, it's wild so it is wild. um yeah that's that's awesome that you said that. and that's i was just going to kind of wrap it up in that there's like one thing you guys had to say you know to our listeners to send us off with like you know what's like a quote that you guys always live by or something that like your coaches or anybody your parents have yeah, said um, to you just be yourself you know because awesome. yep. everybody say that all the time. you know it's millions billions of people yep. in the world Ain't nobody like you but you. Yep. So fuck yeah. Just be yourself. Don't That's try to follow the norms. Yeah. What about you, Evan? What do you think? <clears throat> I would just say just be supportive of your family, your friends, and people you care Hell about, yeah. and I think that come full circle. Usually, Hell yeah. support. It's, I think it's those two go hand in hand, hand, hand too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Two great things to lead just us Just be off genuine. With. You know, just. Fuck people yeah, can realize that authentic authenticity you know yeah. so no that's, that's awesome really perfect yeah. way to end it guys so again thank yeah. you guys thank you to our listeners um you know another great week guys we love you we'll see you guys next time have a good one